This scripture reading is taken from Isaiah 35. The desert and the parched land will be glad. The wilderness will rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it will burst into bloom. It will rejoice greatly and shout for joy. The glory of Lebanon will be given to it, the splendor of Carmel and Sharon. They will see the glory of the Lord, the splendor of our God. Strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool, the thirsty ground bubbling springs. In the haunts where jackals once lay, grass and reeds and papyrus will grow, and a highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness. It will be for those who walk on that way. The unclean will not journey on it. Wicked fools will not go about on it. No lion will be there, nor any ravenous beast. They will not be found there, but only the redeemed will walk there, and those the Lord has rescued will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them, and sorrow and sighing will flee away. This scripture reading is taken from Luke 1, 46 to 55. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but he has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Something feels subversive about joy in a season of so much unrest and discomfort. I hide my joy like a secret gift given by my creator who, I think, I can only guess, delights in these small mom moments of joy that I tuck away for moments of darkness. Because those moments come too. In this season, joy came in the form of two small humans, Leo and Mirabelle. 
our housemates, who are three and five, and quite quickly became our only source of human connection in the midst of lockdowns and questions and so much unknown. In a time when we were told not to touch and keep our distance, these were the only people in the whole world that I would let tackle me to the ground at a moment's notice, or play ninja training in the backyard, or play after dinner, chase and throw Leo and Mira on the couch game that always ended in tears, but was never enough to stop them from wanting to play it again and again and again. That's joy. I don't see joy as being so separate from fear and sadness. I hold them both. I'm not happy or sad, anxious than not anxious. They exist together. Like sitting on the couch on a day in mid-April, when that wave hit all of us and we realized this is no longer a two-week lockdown situation. Leo and Mirabelle's mom, Caitlin, was in our unit for our once-a-week community meal. We both flopped down on the couch, let out a sigh, and said, Was today, like, the worst for you? Because today sucked for me. She nodded her head. And like clockwork, Mirabelle, hearing this or not, comes to sit on my lap and not so graciously begins playing with my face her hands examining every bump and line and curve, crawling over my shoulders like I'm a human obstacle course. And in this moment of starved human connection, I don't mind. I don't mind at all. That's joy. The yes and of it all. The yes, I'm feeling so heavy about our world and I can't help but laugh at this girl who can't keep her hands off my face. I imagine Mary holding similar emotions in tandem, too. All of a sudden, an angel appears out of nowhere and says to her, Listen, we all know you haven't slept with anyone before, but you're the person for the job. You're going to give birth to the Son of God. It's going to be a crazy adventure. Don't be afraid. Fear, anxiety, wonder, anticipation, excitement, dread... I bet she held all of that as she tried to figure out how to process and explain this to her man, Joseph. And like Mary, sometimes all those emotions, the bigness of excitement and fear, feel too much for me to handle too. But it's nothing for God. I imagine this God of ours and she's cooking a big stew over our stove on a cold wintry day. And she says to me, talk to me. I want to hear all of it. And unlike friendships where I fear taking up too much space or too much of their time, I let it all pour out of me, telling her stories of this crazy time, the heaviness of it all, and the joy too. The moments every single day that made me smile and deep belly laugh, and the days that felt so dull and lonely. She doesn't make it go away, but she does hold all of it with me. She does hand me a big bowl of soup and we sit together sometimes in silence and sometimes in good conversation. She's willing to go all the way down to the heaviness of it and come out with me on the other side, somewhere into joy. So on my good days, I'm tuned in to see this gift of joy all around me. I can see the beauty bursting forth through the delicate snow landing gently on the ground or in the soft flicker of the balsam candle in my living room. She plants seeds of beauty and joy all around me, if only I'm willing to notice.
Shall come.